At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Wrong? Today, boy, oh boy, the controversy episode, (laughs) I guess. Uh, Leah Thomas, swimmer, former swimmer now at Penn University, now wants to go swim in the Olympics. And she's a transgender athlete. Um, was competing as a male for a while and then competed competed her last year at Penn as a female. And now this is stirring up controversy and even an argument on Twitter between me and this super woke dude. Um, Now, it's funny that I'm saying saying this, but anyways, um, Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, they all have a contract issue and their teams are not willing to pony up the Bucks. And this is a shift in the NBA. Watch this. Uh, Top Gun. Have we ever seen such like resounding praise and unification surrounding a movie? I don't think so. Um, gas prices. There's a gas station out here in Cali that is gouging people, gouging people. Um, And of course, top five. And today, our top five sports movies of all time. Of course, my list will be better than Ralph's. Um, And uh, you be the judge. But we will start today with Leah Thomas, former swimmer at Penn, just completed 
uh, the last of Leah's eligibility over at Penn. And this was a controversial thing because uh, Leah's a transgender athlete, competed as a man for for uh, Penn in swimming, transitioned over to being a female swimmer. And then went on to go uh, break like six records in the Ivy League, went on to compete at the NCAA championships and won the 500 meters. And uh, a lot of people are not happy about it. So we have to discuss it. So we will start there. So, Ralph, Leah Thomas, who I got on Twitter yesterday, and this actually started a discussion that I didn't even think was like that contra- controversial. Leah Thomas has an advantage over the female swimmers. Uh, d- 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 despite hormone therapy, like the the times only dropped a couple of tenths of a second, only a couple tenths of a second, which is complete. It's it's not in range which it's still six to eight percent above women's times. And during the last season that Leah Thomas competed as a member of the Penn men's team, which was 2018-2019, she ranked 554th in the 200 freestyle, 65th in the 500 freestyle, 32nd in the 1650 freestyle, and then when she transitioned over to competing with the, with the women's team, she moved to fifth in the 200, uh, first in the 500, and eighth in the 30, and eighth in the 1650. Ralph, there's an advantage here, right? I think that, I mean, the, the difference between men and women is going through puberty uh as a man or a woman like that that's um there's a lot of other technical aspects to it of course but the going through puberty um with testosterone increasing in your body shapes your height your your bone density some people are fast twitch athletes some people are so twitch athletes i don't know much about leah thomas's story but the way you you describe it is as the races get longer leah gets stronger right and so probably what i would consider to be if you're if you're ranked in the top 40 um in the world for the 1650 ranked in the top 65 in the world um in the 500 i consider that to be an elite level athlete you know, there might yes. be people who feel like, no, elite is like top five of any given class or whatever. But I I genuinely consider like 30 something of the best anything in the world is 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 pretty good. Um, Leah is six foot one. Uh, from what I understand, going through a couple of years of hormone replacement therapy, which is as you start to um, as you start to transition um, there's like an outward transition where you change your your dress, um, possibly uh, your name uh, away from your given name, um, as well as, uh, you know, then you begin the inward um, 
transition, uh, which includes hormone replacement therapy, which is which is essentially supposed to reverse at that point, slam the brakes on if you're transitioning from male to female, uh, reverse the um, the dominant hormone in in your body. Right. Yeah. So. It would be not typical of a high level athlete to improve over the course of their college career. But if you are a high level athlete whose identity is in competition, you know, whether it's basketball or swimming or, or football, as you get older, as your skill gets more refined, you do have a tendency to get better. So to see there could be some balance in it. When you talk about the reduction in Leah Thomas's times after hormone replacement therapy could also be coupled with just also getting better. Right. So there's a reduction there, but also possibly just an increase as far as skill. Um, your question is, is it, is it an unfair advantage? I mean, that would have already, that would have already happened going through puberty Correct. Uh, with testosterone instead of estrogen athletically would set you apart. It's one of the many yeah. different and, and, uh, things you identify male from female. And as and at like it is okay for us to have this conversation. Cause there's a lot of people that are like, oh my God, you are transphobic. You are tra- this if you if you say that she shouldn't be able to compete with the with the women. No, 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 no. This is about fairness and competition. Because I if, personally if, I personally don't view this conversation in any different light. Some people might, and the danger of having the conversation might be that there are a lot of people who are very uncomfortable with this or potentially even hateful about it. But like, if we were talking about the Tour de France and EPO, like, like blood transfusions and, and, and doping, like that to me is the level that the Leah Thomas conversation is on. It has absolutely nothing to do with transitioning or gender identity as a political or religious or social issue to me, it's confined to athletics. Yeah. But, but then the, the conversation got shifted that I had on, on Twitter with the, with a guy who's a prominent guy on Twitter and on, on some level. And he was like, Oh, this isn't a good look for you, George. I'm like, how is it not? There are decisions that have to be made and you can't just throw your hands up in the in the be, air and say this conversation is very difficult and right and be specific I, though what's a bad look for you like what is it you're trying to say about leah thomas and her time as a competitor that, in high level ncaa women's swimming oh that she should not be able to compete against the women it, it's it's a clear it, it is a clear like when you jump from being a not even a competitive swimmer on the men's team to being and not scoring any points to winning, literally just changing the league turns you into a winner. That creates a problem. That creates a problem. And 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 the re- response was, oh, well, M- Manute Bowl has an advantage over over uh, Muggsy Bogues. There's there's a difference between height and because because the truth is women, well, men are stronger physically 
than women in general, like like overall. I know that there are some women that are stronger than some than some men. But when it comes to our bodies, our genetics, men like if you look, look at all the power lifting records, there are no men's records that are lower than women's records. If you look at track times, there are no t- uh, at, there are no women's times that are faster than men's times. If you look at throwing things, there are none. There are zero in any single sport of the top times. There's a reason for that, and it's and it's not downing women. It is not downing anything else. These are just biological facts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So and the, best and until- thing, the best thing that we have come up with to this point is to separate men's and women's sports in individual sports where you're in one-on-one competition, like wrestling and boxing, to separate out by weight class, not necessarily yep. height. But weight. these are just some of the best things that we've come up with over time. And I'm always up for any good debate of how to make athletics more equitable and entertaining. Either one yeah. is good with me. Eh. But the NCAA, especially the NCAA part of it, there's there's an age bracket to it. We've had conversations on this podcast about the fairness of some people taking a red shirt in a COVID year and being 24 years old competing against 18 year olds. Same thing in in high school where where, where people double hold back their kids. And it's it, it's uh, yeah. So to me to me the issue is less. Um, but I understand what it means to other people. I absolutely understand if people are offended by this conversation. But what it means to me in covering especially high school sports and college sports over the last 10 years, having been uh, not a high level, but a high school athlete, you played in college, you played in the NFL. Your job has been to talk about not only sports, but controversial topical issues. Like, why would this not be a conversation? Why would this not be a conversation? And Correct. I think that one of the interesting things about leah okay. thomas is she competed she so it's not like it's not like the transition took place after high school before college was recruited i'm, I'm assuming academically because it's an ivy league school they don't give, necessarily give athletic scholarships but was recruited to come swim at an ivy league school as a male athlete and competed as a male athlete as an Ivy League school. That, to me, makes it more interesting and intriguing and worthy of debate because the equivalent of that would be like, you name Manute Bowl or anybody that played college basketball, somebody playing two years for their college team, taking a year off to transition, and then playing for the women's team in a team sport. That of co- how would that not be worthy of conversation of whether it's equitable, whether it's whether it's fair? Um, there are a lot of people that are having extremely bad faith conversations or are classically transphobic or 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 spiteful or or whatever. But I think knowing you and knowing the conversations we've had off air, we're talking about whether or not it's fair. And the reason we're talking about whether or not it's fair is because if we don't in some way prepare for the next Leah Thomas, then we're going to be stuck flat footed well, having the same conversation again. Well, well, there are some people that will point out that that, that they will say, oh, my God, the that these trans athletes, that they will just transition to to a, to a be great and whatever. That makes oh, me so mad. Oh, hold, hold on. Here is the here is what I firmly believe Ralph firmly is that is that the vast overwhelming majority of people who do this will not be to doing it to get some sort of athletic advantage however 
there will be just like in anything else. There are bad apples as they bad apples and there are bad actors in, in any single space. Would you can 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 we agree on that part of it? Of that course. yeah, that that it, over the course of years or month, what whatever, there will be some people who try to take advantage of the situation. But then the next question is, OK, well, then where should people like Leah be able to compete? Because they want to be able to do this. So now. At what point in time? Right. Because if we are disenfranchising thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who are competing for one, two, five, ten people who are who are doing this. What kind of sense does that make? Because there are scholarships on the line. There are records on the line. There are all sorts of achievements and accomplishments that can be uh, that that won't be achieved because of this. And 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 my biggest like like I look at this and I say, okay, until the science is there to be able to nerf, if you will, to be able to nerf a man's genes and hormones and all of this stuff to where it is on an equal and level playing field with with the women, you just got to go compete with the with the gender that you were born in. Or the sex, whichever term is actually appropriate. I guess. I mean, there, there's such here. Let's identify the complications to this. Number one, there are a lot of people who have taken this up as their social cause with which to rally conservative support and fear monger. And to those people, I would say. Uh, there doesn't need to be a law passed in half of the states in America that restrict whether a transgender athlete can compete at the high school level. You're supposed to be the party of limited government and enacting legislation to specifically target like one to two people every five years is cartoonish and we see through you. Okay, so that's the number one thing. The other thing about this is the creeping uh, mob mentality progressivism that seeks to bully the people I just talked about into submission over any issue encroaching upon the space of people actually trying to figure out equitable athletics. Yep. Right. Because if you want to, let's just put everybody together. But that, what would that do for women's sports? I absolutely hate that. Like yep, it would crush women's sports. Absolutely crush right. them. And there are, there are so many differences, whether it's how broad the shoulders are or the collective height or the collective weight or the collective bone density. Or I remember watching something 10 years ago about the narrow pathways with which the, uh, the, the ligaments, the major ligaments in the knee exist in women versus men, making them much more susceptible, susceptible to, to ACLs. Pain. Yes. To ACLs. Yes. Because yes, women athletes, Typically, they they tear their ACLs at a higher rate and it's partially because of the hips and how things point in the knee and all sorts of stuff. So but right. I am a believer that we should be able to have these conversations 
without somebody being like, oh, my God, you are this. You are you are that. These are sensible conversations that have to have answers because there are people that are like, listen, this is just a tough conversation. It ain't really that tough. And it's okay to have a conversation and to have a result that doesn't end up with everybody happy, with everybody smiling. Everybody. That's sports. <laughs> that's that, sports. That's literally sports. I mean, think, think, think about this. There are people who cannot compete in the Olympics that are good enough to compete in the Olympics because they're not old enough, particularly in gymnastics and other things like that. There are there are rules that govern things. Yes, it hurts the min- a very small mi- minority of people. But come on, man. I mean, at, at, at some point in time, we can't try to just make everybody happy because reality is it's impossible. If you've ever tried to make two people happy at, at, at a time, you understand what that's like. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there some controversy at one point over whether or not Oscar Pistorius could race against people who had correct. Yes. Like fully able, like, and cause he, his legs, uh, he raced on blades, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. And like the answer ended up being like, no, because he is in some way modified. And I just, what I don't understand is the difference. I understand the, the, the cultural sensitivities and the fact that there are a lot of people who have gone through a lot of hell to try to be who they've always felt like being right. Yeah. But the, the idea that, that people out there are floating that like, no, Leah Thomas couldn't hack it as a man. And so underwent this massive life changing surgeries plus hormone therapy to swim one year in the Ivy league and then go on to do absolutely nothing because after 22, 23 years old, unless you're an Olympic level swimmer, you'll never. Well, well, that's the thing is, is that Leah's sights are set on the Olympics. And my assumption is the Olympics have much different rules. Oh yeah. Hasn't it been the Olympics that have been hassling Castro Semenya all this time? Oh yeah. When she is a, female that naturally produces more testosterone which aids in her athletic accomplishments but there's a difference between natural production and synthetic production and i think that if you can't have those conversations then why even have sports at at all and i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to like both sides are are wrong this i just and and i'm not even giving a definitive answer on whether leah thomas should have been allowed to compete because i don't know i would hope that that's for smarter people but it bothers me that if you want to talk about it or if anybody else wants to talk about it we get into the like oh don't 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 say that because you know you'll you'll wake up the 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 progressive mob that's going to paint you as this or that or you'll you'll be cast in the light of like no, weirdos somebody, like Matt Walsh somebody somebody wake up in the morning thinking about me. trans people yes yeah, some somebody dm'd me and was like oh man you're going you're going to get fired for what, <laughs> bro? If we can't have conversations, get get the hell out of here. You know who's been talking about this in the public eye as much as anybody? Bruce Feldman. Or no, 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 Pete, no, no. Not, forty, uh, uh, forty, Pat uh, forty. Yeah, Pat forty. Pat forty's daughter who swims in these events. Yeah, and is a high level swimmer and set sights set on the Olympics and NCAA championships and everything like that. He's been openly talking about the fact that we need to be able to have this conversation and that the NCAA shouldn't have punted on it, that they should have had some intestinal fortitude on how to address it this entire time. I think that if your yep. heart is in the right place and just like it's been reported that Leah Thomas is there's some of Leah Thomas's teammates that have been uncomfortable competing with and against her, uh, but also 
are very supportive of trans rights and want her to live the best possible life for the rest of her existence. And I think that it's important to listen. Both to of those, those things can well. exist at the same time. Like if you, you don't can, have hate in your heart, you should be allowed to talk. Exactly. One, 100%. All right. Next thing up, Zion Williamson, Kyrie Irving, James Harden all have the same thing in common. Same thing in common, Ralph. They are on teams that have to decide how to handle their new contracts and that new money. So James Harden has $47 million that he's fully guaranteed for this year. But of course, he wants that new long-term deal, baby. And Philly doesn't want him to be able to walk out the door. So they got to find a way to, to pay him. But at the same time, James Harden is no longer a max player in the NBA. He's not. He is falling off a cliff. He is out of shape. He is nicked up a lot. And he doesn't play well in the clutch in the playoffs. So, a lot of things. Kyrie Irving. The rules are no longer on his side. Correct. Kyrie Irving has played in the last three seasons, 20 games, like 50-some-odd games, and then 29 this past season. The team does not trust that he will that he will get to work every day for whatever reason, regardless of whether it's a vaccine. He needs some personal time. They don't believe it. And Zion Williamson, which is, I think, the funniest one out of this whole situation, because he's played in, I think, in out of 268 or something like that, possible games. He's only played in 86 of them or 85 of them. So he's only played in 34%, 34.5% of the possible games, including only 20, uh, 20-some his rookie year, zero last year. And when they asked him after the season about signing his super ma- his rookie Supermax, five years, $181 million, he was like, yo, I'll come sign that thing now. Because remember, there was talk about whether he really wanted to be in New Orleans or this or that. And... Before anybody else even brought this up, as soon as he said this a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hell yeah, I would want to sign it too. If you're offering me that and you know I'm not available, hey, bro, I would fly I'm on my own dime, private to get there so I could get there faster before you change your mind. And now the Pelicans are saying that they're not willing to give him a full and guaranteed deal. Now, what are we looking at that the owners in the NBA who who would who will sign a Supermax deal to Kyrie knowing he's hurt and going to miss time? Uh, Kevin Durant knowing he's going to miss a whole season. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, same thing. Klay Thompson, Paul George, all of them signing Supermaxes while they're hurt. And the team's like, cool, we'll, we'll just eat this one year. But now they're looking at those three dudes like, nah, nah, player. Well, George, what's the best ability? Availability. Right. And right now, Zion is is a completely different circumstance than Greg Oden, who I loved as a basketball player. And his situation was unfortunate and sort of out of his control. Um, But we're in we're in Greg Oden territory, like 80 career played games is a genuine possibility if he doesn't find a way to take care of his his body. Um, You're not. God gave him a 50-inch vertical in a, a Hall of Fame left tackle body. 
<laughs> and God is all knowing, all loving, all powerful, omnipresent, omnipotent. Uh, but even that question exists. Can he make a rock so big that he can't lift it? And it's, can, can God design a human knee and human ankles good enough to support a 50 inch vertical on a 350 pound frame? And that Charles Barkley came out and said, he's, you know, he said, if they offered me 200 million, I'd be the skinniest power forward in history. Yeah, you're like, and, hey, and, and, and Zion and, and at got some point, remember Kevin at. Love, Kevin Love took control of his body and yep. it, it probably prolonged his career by five. He's still playing. Yep. Like that's, that is what Zion is going to have to prove to the Pelicans. Now it's news to me that you can actually give somebody a non-guaranteed contract in the NBA. I'd never heard of that before. Yeah. 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 There's, there's dudes that have portions of their contract, non-guaranteed or the entire thing, non-guaranteed. So, but, but as far as the stars, like when you get to these hundred million dollar numbers, 60 million dollars, 80, 90, all, all of that and up. Those are usually fully guaranteed. But they also trust those dudes to show up to work every day. They trust them to be available. You know what I mean? Like, like you can trust that even though Kevin Durant was going to be out a year, like you could trust that he was going to be available as soon as possible, right? Right. Now, Kawhi Leonard, I don't know about that. <laughs> but... um, and so the questions remain about Kyrie. So out of the three of those dudes, which one would you sign to a super max deal? If you could only pick one. Zion, Kyrie. Man. Or Harden. Well, the money that Harden is eligible for immediately puts me out on him. <laughs> $50 million plus per year. Yes, because what you're you're setting a man up to be like stoned to death in his own arena when he goes out and shoots three for eleven with eight assists, making fifty million dollars, <laughs> while everybody else is out paying eight bucks a gallon for gasoline and 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 thirty bucks for a pound of ground meat at the grocery store. That's not going to fly. Okay. So I'm I'm out on Harden, and then it comes down to to Zion or Kyrie, and for one of them, the issue is health, and for the other one. The issue is like squirrel, like just distraction, right? Yep. Um, everywhere Kyrie has been and been locked in, the team has been better for it. I can't believe you're making me say this out loud, but I think I'd risk that bread on Kyrie Irving. Me too. Me too. That's an easy option for me, bro. Zion in two out of his three seasons has not been available. 24 games as a rookie and last year none and only 61 his second year i can't trust him to be available no 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 james harden i can't tr like you like you said you're setting him up to be stoned in the in, the, in his own arena you're setting yourself up for disappointment now kyrie irving listen i know he loves to play basketball so I'm trusting that he's not going to do a, um, oh, what's the, what's the NBA player who, um, who changed his name and went out on a boat? Uh, he's played with the Bulls and then the Cavs. Brian but, Williams to Bison Daily? Yes, yes. I'm trusting he's not going to pull a Bison Daily on me and just be like, or Ricky Williams be like, yeah, I'm out. 
I'm trusting that is not going to happen. But then if he's out, you're not out that cat. Like if Correct. He, if he if he bails, but here's the thing. Kyrie Irving for as annoyed as I've been with him his entire career, he is your favorite basketball player's favorite basketball player. Exactly. He is. If you ask anyone, ask anyone who the most talented player in the NBA is right now, they will tell you combined defense, combined dribbling, combined like being able to see the court and shot making from any place. They're going to take Kyrie. And I've yep. always thought that that's weird because of, you know, it's he's not the one that's out there playing basketball in June. Steph is. Clay yep. is. Right now, Jason Tatum is. Um, but I think, he, dude, if you ask LeBron, obviously, like there's rumors. There's room. Suns fans are convinced that the Nets are going to fumble Kevin Durant away to like us somehow oh god uh, no he ain't going to phoenix he he'll he'll be in la before he has phoenix all right but like now, the idea just the idea though that kevin durant would rather have kyrie irving off uh campaigning politically for somebody while being on his team than not be on his team is telling yes very very telling fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Top five time. It is time for the top five. And today, top five sports movies of all time. And I know, I'm confident that my list will be better than Ralph's. Um, so let's let's just rattle through them today and then we'll t- talk about them after. It would be good for the clip. What, what? How did you structure yours for top five sports movies of all time? Are what, they, what you think is the best or are they your favorites? Both. <laughs> Both. I think my favorites are the best. This is that this is that thing where you uh, believe that your uh, opinion is objective truth. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. So, what is your number 5 best sports movie of all time? So, my number 5 is Major League Major League is hilarious. It's fun. It is amazing. And I absolutely love it. Number four, a league of their own. Ooh, back to back baseball. Yes. There's no crying in baseball. Love it. It's fantastic. It's fun. It's educational. Everything. Number three, you're five foot nothing. A hundred and nothing and not a speck of athletic ability. That is Rudy. Rudy is freaking fantastic. Life lessons, semi-historical, all sorts of things. Number two, the greatest is The Sandlot. God, that movie. I've seen that movie so many times. I love it. Even as an adult, it is great. And number one is Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans is the by far the best sports movie of all time. Okay. We overlapped on two. Um, for me, my number five sports movie of all time is Varsity Blues. Uh, it's not even the best football movie, but I'm going to tell you why it's my number five. Because John Voight's character, Coach Kilmer, is the greatest movie villain of all time. Okay. Uh, my number four is uh, Mighty Ducks 2. Mighty Ducks 2. Mighty Ducks is, is, is a good movie, but it damn sure ain't one of the best sports movies of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Mighty Ducks 2, where they end up somehow going from playing like regionally <laughs> to, to playing an international oh, competition. Oh, yes. With the Bash Brothers. Also, it's the first time I ever heard Queen's We Will Rock You. So, like, you have that in the soundtrack and then the cast of Mighty Ducks and then playing on that level of stage. Uh, that was in- that incredible to me. My number three, um, you said it, it's uh, it- it's Major League. It's um, 
I think baseball is probably the best storytelling modality for um, a sports movie. And this one has the best cast. It's funny. It's serious. It's intense. Um, As long as it's Wesley Snipes in the movie. uh, (laughs) Willie Mays Hayes. And not the replacement Willie Mays Hayes. Oh, God, yes. Um, My number two uh, best sports movie of all time is also a Wesley Snipes joint. It is White Men Can't Jump. White Men. Oh, they're making a new one with uh, with uh, Jack Harlow. And and uh, and then this little girl I know is is acting in it, too. So 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 it's pretty cool. All right. I'm looking forward to it, but it's 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 going to it's going to be tough because Rosie Perez and and Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes was like the funniest mix of cast members I've ever seen. And then my number one is Sandlot. Uh, we could go back and forth for an hour and a half just doing quotes from uh, from from that. Mo- it is the most quotable the movie. The SWAT, the King of Crash, the Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout, the Great Bambino. That's the same guy. <laughs> my, my 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 dad had some stupid baseball signed signed by some some lady named Baby Ruth. <laughs> You Dude, play everything. ball like a girl. And I know there's probably a million people out there who are screaming about different like movies that we left out, like oh. that not even being the best James Earl Jones baseball movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. they. Oh, okay, so some of the other ones that I considered for number five, right, instead of mm-hmm. Major League, I considered Rocky. Okay. I considered... Um, Southpaw, which I freaking love, dude. God, I think that movie is so underrated. Um, there's Raging Bull, Million Dollar Baby, The Wrestler, Field the Dreams, Hoosiers. I think is so overrated, even though it's a solid movie. It's overrated, um, and yeah. So those are some of the ones that people would ordinarily. Oh. Caddyshack did get consideration. And so well, did my, my favorite, my favorite non big four sports movie though, has got to be dodgeball <laughs> on the Ocho. <laughs> That's a good movie. Okay. So, so if, if you're going to take that, I'm going to take rounders. That's a good flick. That's a good yep. flick. You would, what you'd be shocked by is the number of, if you just look up the top 40 sports movies ever made, I've probably only seen 10 of them. Are you kidding me? Okay. Look, I just so happen to be on a page that has that. So Jer- Jerry, Maguire is on the list. That of course I'm a sun devil, Jerry. Yeah, I've, definitely. Okay. Have you seen 42? No. The Jackie Robinson movie? No. Yes. What? That movie's fantastic. Have you seen The Blind Side? Yes. Glory Road, which I loved. The first team with black plate basketball? Yeah. 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 yeah I've seen, I've seen the, Glory Road. I've seen Glory Road. Yeah. Um, Happy Gilmore. Yes, of course. Uh, Space Jam. Yes. Eight Men Out. Is that the old Shoeless Joe one? Yes. No, I have not seen that. Um, well, it was in 1988. Uh, the Fighter. Which, which? Oh, is that the um, the Boston Amy Adams? Yes. Flick. I've seen that. Yes. Okay. 
Moneyball. That is would be my number six movie. I love that movie. Cool Runnings. Yes. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Tin Cup. No. Bull Durham. No. Slapshot. No. Million Dollar Baby. No. The Pride of the Yankees. No. The Wrestler. No. Field of Dreams. No. Hoosiers. Not all of it. I've not seen Hoosiers, no. A League of Their Own. Have you seen that? Yes. Miracle. No. Have you seen Rocky? No. Jesus Christ. Have you, how can you make a Hoop Dreams? <laughs> I have not seen Hoop Dreams. How the... Have you seen Rudy? No. <laughs> Caddyshack. I watched Caddyshack last year for the first time. Raging if, Bull. If a, no. If a movie how can you make Netflix, a list? Dude, you're not even... You, <laughs> Not even qualified? Yes, you're not even qualified to be able to weigh in on this list. Okay, that's fine. Then what did I pitch you? I pitched you a podcast called First Time, Long Time, where where we go through these sports movies, ones that you've seen or that I've seen and the other person hasn't seen. Because if, it's, if it was made before 1993, there's a 99.9% .9 chance that I haven't seen it. And you're reacting to me the same way that my wife does every Single okay, we're gonna time I mentioned we're gonna have to do seen. this because this is absolutely absurd. I've not seen any of the Rockies, but I have seen Creed. It's great. <laughs> okay, end of end of end of that because I can't. I'm, I'm gonna throw stuff through you at you. Um, <laughs> <Through right. me. laughs> you brought up this story to me, and I didn't even know it about this gas price. So 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 tell mm. us about the gas price, because I know that a lot of people are very hot about gas prices right now, very sensitive about it. But this was a price that even shocked me. Yeah. So you live in L.A. and, you know, and I, I, I go out there every once in a while. A really good friend of mine has an apartment in um, in the Hollywood area like west hollywood and there's a gas station right there that's always like a buck 50 more than everybody else um but you were telling me there's a couple of gas stations out there like that where like access isn't great so their their gas prices are a little bit higher but it went super viral yesterday when one gas station in downtown la uh had their lowest price gas at like 806 a gallon 806 806 Bro, that is that is insanity. That is absolute insanity. That's like Europe prices. Yeah. You out, out there, you pay by the liter. And somebody had shown me the other day that like, oh, it's like two bucks a, a liter out here. But that that rounds out to be almost eight bucks a gallon. So, and, and gas in Europe has been expensive. I remember when I went out to Europe the first time in like 2013 or 2014, I was shocked by the gas prices but you got trains and stuff like you have other options for correct for, for transit yeah yeah so yeah he, he, here if you don't got a car you gotta get on greyhound with people that spent their life savings on scratch-offs and cigarettes <laughs> yep all right uh final thing today you have a segment you be the judge <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my favorites because I like to I like just like to read a story, get your reaction um, and see what you would do if you were in charge of this situation. 
Today's story is out of my home state. Uh, George, do you remember where I'm from? Or are you going to call it Wisconsin? Wyoming. There we go. Okay, so uh, Gray Bull, Wyoming, which is a small town in a state full of very small towns. Um, Wyoming as a state has less than 550,000 people. So uh, I'm going to read you this story and you let me know what you think the penalty for this person should be. A Gray Bull man is facing 20 years in prison and a fine of nearly $1 million for posing as a dead Idaho man for the last 50 years in a ruse that was uncovered when he was unable to answer questions about himself. Peter Jeremy Martin is accused of assuming the identity of James Delbert Libby in 1970, and James Delbert Libby died in Idaho in 1964. Uh, so Martin is charged in but did U.S. He kill him, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. He's not charged with that. Um, he's he is charged with six years after his death, assuming his identity and living with that identity for fifty-two years. In an attempt, this eighty-five-year-old man, in an attempt to renew his passport, uh, ended up tripping himself up. He was not able to answer questions about where he went to high school. And they noticed that in person, his wife was even trying to coach him on some of the answers. He is facing 20 years in prison and he is 85 years old. What should the penalty be for this man who impersonated somebody else for 52 years? Be Why was he impersonating him? Let's see. So it says that he had been convicted of and incarcerated for numerous crimes between 1956 and 1967, including theft, armed robbery, burglary, attempted murder, and prison escape. He was paroled in 1967, but disappeared in 1970, which is the... So he, he jumped parole. He had already served his time. He was out. He was on parole for three years. Then he assumed somebody else's identity, so he never had to check in with his parole officer ever again. But some of those crimes are pretty oh. serious. Mm. See, how do we know that he wasn't still out murdering people? Or did did he decide, I'm going to change my life. I don't want to be you know, known as this murderer anymore. I need a fresh start. Ah. <sighs> Okay, so the only thing that he gets charged for 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 me is like a parole violation. That's it. If there's no evidence that he committed any more crimes or anything like uh, that, I'm good. A parole viol- violation. And if if this dude so much has even had a misdemeanor, I'm throwing him back in jail. Throwing him back in jail. But if he has remained squeaky squeaky clean i'm good bro he just needed a fresh start so if he lived in a town of 1800 people which is what gray bull is for the last 52 years not committing any crimes that's got to count i I would assume that that's got to count for something i can't imagine them putting him in jail for 20 years at 85 years old nah i'm 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 getting him on the parole violation i'm gonna need six months about you player i'm gonna need six months about you Judge George has spoken. Yes. Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> and um, that is Reister or Wrong today. I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amberson. Peace out. Catch you guys later. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.